what you doing on the scene? This is Alcohol Anime. Woo! Uh, I think this is. I meant to look it up before I started. I think this is the 30th episode of Alcohol Anime. I'm pretty sure. I know I have said that. It's been getting close or around that for the last. Man, I hope I'm not wrong. I should have just looked it up. But anyways, yeah. So this is Alcohol Anime, and as you probably know, I am talking about uh two. It's one movie split in two parts because apparently everyone's wanting to do the whole bullshit Attack on Titan, blah blah blah. And but it's the Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of Edinburgh, parts one and two, and together they equal one movie. Again, kind of just like what did I just watched. Uh, those two long sci-fi movies. That, anyways, th- this is much shorter. This is straight up, cause I'll, I'll get into all the uh, details later. But each part is like about fifty minutes each. It's not even an hour. They couldn't even push it that. Anyway, so yeah, I'm doing that. It's one movie, two parts, and about a little over half a year. But this is alcohol and anime. Uh, getting on to well, what else? I usually, I don't, of course, I'm going to talk about alcohol first. But I have an announcement, kind of, that goes into me watching this now at the time. But I, yeah, I'll have to say that first because it's the it's why I chose what I drink. I decided I'm going make this podcast monthly now instead of every other week just because life I don't have as much time to watch movies and then record podcasts right after I normally at, at least these last few um, I have to only have enough time to watch it and then I have to record the next day which is why I had to do with this uh, but I also uh, I'm just rebranding everything and thought this would come out next week because I decided I'm going to release new episodes at the last Thursday of every month. Turns out October ends on a Wednesday, not a Thursday. So close. And then I was like, well, what's today? Uh, it's uh, Tuesday and last Thursday is uh, in a couple days. And I was like, I thought it would be next week. Well, I don't have time to watch and record today so i'll watch it today record tomorrow so here i am and but then i was like i'm lazy i don't have time i kind of have time i could rush and go get something to drink because i don't really have anything that could fit my bar is running pretty dry right now uh so i was like what do i got and then i was like i still have a little bit uh of the Strawberry lemonade vodka, Sveka vodka. I used it for my last episode uh, when I was making that weird mixes of two different drinks. And I still had like one glass left, and I was like, "This kind of works. Like I can make this work." Because the other thing I had to do for this is real quick trying to figure out what I could drink if I would even need to go out and get anything to drink is I'll re-listen to my previous episode that was about the other Seven Deadly Sins film I did that oh that one was a mess in itself too that I didn't really care for or want to watch but I ended up watching twice I'm trying to, it's like Cursed by Light or whatever Ooh, but yeah so one I listened at two times speed and actually, I normally listen to podcasts at two times speed because 
people talk slow. And then I realized I talked, I always thought I talked really slow. Apparently I talk a lot faster <laughs> than uh, people realize. And I went and listened to it and two times speed, I talk so fast and it is so much better. Even myself, I'm like, speed it up. I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, not as many pauses, I guess, or hesitations, or the, they're not as long. And so I sound better, more entertaining. I apparently have more uh, uh, range, vocal, more expression in how I talk down. I realize because I always feel like I'm pretty monotone. I, I, I'm sure I am, but uh, it, I'm not too bad. Anyways, <laughs> I did that to see, like, uh, I knew the main character, Tristan, he's the son of Meliodas and Elizabeth. And I was like, okay, well, I know for sure I paired a drink with Meliodas, uh, last one, because he's Wrath, and the whole bit for last time was like a shot for every sin, a different shot, and I had vodka, some kind of seven vodka or whatever, I don't know. Mainly because I was like, oh yeah, Wrath, Russians are in and at the time, I don't remember when I recorded that, but now everyone knows what's going on with Russia, and uh, listen here, I'm talking about the government, okay, let's see, I've met, oh there it is, I met plenty of um, Russian people, had some friends, they were all cool and chill, so I'm specifically talking about uh, the Russian government and certain individuals being the angry ones then i was like well i don't have anything for elizabeth apparently i just didn't decide to give elizabeth a drink i don't know why or maybe i did later and i just didn't listen that long because like i said i was in a hurry to try to get this done as soon as possible um but like she's an angel or goddess what something like that and i was like i don't know what that probably uh shouldn't be drinking anything goddess but I was thinking, you know, what's something sweet? And that was after I realized, oh yeah, I still had the vodka. Like, this is going to be my excuse. So strawberry lemonade, uh, the strawberry, I guess, for Elizabeth, I don't know if it actually matches her or not. And then vodka for Meliodas and Raph. And I was like, oh yeah, because Tristan's her son, this is a mix of that. Also, this is the only thing I have besides, like, they're not even mine, but I have some ice cream and jack daniel sings which is why i'm actually drinking right now to record because like i said i only had one glass and i drank that during the two-part movie uh and i also had these uh elderberry elderflower uh tonic waters and i was like i'll mix this into kind of floral whatever it kind of also had to just add on to my excuse for Elizabeth having a drink, I guess. And it w it was actually pretty good because the vodka by itself, not that great. Elderflower tonic water, actually pretty good. So it was a nice drink. Too bad I only had one. That's a shame. But now that I've actually watched the film, uh, hmm, I could do... <laughs> I, I, I just got distracted. It popped up in my head for Elizabeth... <laughs> was uh whipped cream vodka just because the vodka cream in her to make Tristan vodka being Meliodas and cream being obvious uh <laughs> so stupid and just like you know Angel Goddess have this whole white concept I don't remember I'm pretty sure I've had whipped cream vodka and it just sounds terrible uh but yeah anything sweet and fruity kind of white I would feel like would match Elizabeth because I don't Hmm. 
does she do anything really? I'm trying to think back the whole series. There's no moments for Elizabeth that stand out. The whole end of the series, I just was tired of and wanted to hurry up and end anyways. I kind of lost interest in it. Um, but there's nothing really special to me about Elizabeth. So, I, but I do think the <laughs> whipped cream vodka is funny. Oh, man. Uh, but now, uh, watching... Uh, seeing Tristan um, one Tristan terrible character so fucking annoying just terrible uh, it's a shame I guess he take, really does take her after his mom a lot because he's definitely not as cool as Meliodas he's just I was so tired of him by the end Uh, so yeah something just bad just bad cheap vodka I guess you know what hmm <clears throat> Maybe not whipped cream, but no, yeah, whipped cream works. Tristan can be the whipped cream vodka. He's, you can say sweet. I would say just deceivingly bad. Supposed to seem good and sweet, but just like not worth it. Maybe not bad, like bad, like evil kind of bad. But bad is like yeah, not worth it. Not not great. Which is a shame, but it's supposed to be the main character. Uh, of course, I'll talk more about. This little journey in this, in which he has some development, I guess. But the main character, who should have been the main character, so much more interesting, uh, is Lancelot, not Lancelot, just Lancelot, uh, the son of Bon and. Fuck, what's her name? His little fairy. Wifey. Uh. Diane. What's her name? Erna? What's uh, I don't remember. Uh, whatever King's sister's name is, Elaine. Yeah, I think that's it. Sure. Um. So yeah, their kid, and he kind of just looks like this goofy. He takes after King a lot more, which is, <laughs> I, King's his uncle, of course. But he just has like that weird little chubby, fairy kind of form, which is kind of the opposite of King, because King kind of had like this more human looking. Uh, fairy form or f weird transformation, and then his fairy form looked more fairyish. I don't know, it's weird, but yeah, <laughs> Lancelot has this like kind of derpy, chubby looking fairy form, and then his like human form because he is half human, whatever, just looks like typical human. Uh, definitely a lot better design than Tristan because Tristan just also looks weird. It really, it's like. What if it was his mom, but what would be considered a boy kind of look? Ah, it's... I feel like I'm going to shit on Tristan a lot in this. But, Lancelot could have a lot better of a drink. I'm trying to think of what it is. His dad... Oh, I guess it'll be a mix of his dad was greed. <sighs> what did I say for... Oh, I should have looked that up. Well, I looked it up before I watched the film, and I didn't know anything about Lancelot. But I'm pretty sure I said tequila was greed. Greed, right? Tequila. Uh, so, and that's work. Tequila, not my favorite. It's fine. It has a, I guess you could say, rich flavor. It's just, it has a strong flavor, and it's rich. Uh, tequila, tequila, tequila. I don't want to say tequila sunrise. That's the first uh drink that pops in my head. What's this mom? Anything kind of fairy? She's kind of. She doesn't really have too much of a role in any of this she eventually pops up towards the end of the series 
So I don't really know too much of what drink would go with her, but definitely something tequila based with a, something a bit sweet. I guess, well, limes aren't really sweet, but they definitely help. Maybe a tequila sunrise. That, that has a bit of reddish to it because of the grenadine, right? Huh, yeah. And because it's definitely just a lot better than Tristan. Ooh, but yeah, something tequila with a bit of sweetness to trim it down just to represent his mom. But still strong. Yeah, you know, I don't know too many tequila drinks. Because I don't, I, would, I drink tequila straight. Which I feel like most people do. I mean, who, who makes this tequila? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to uh, drag on with shitting on people's tastes for tequila. But I usually drink it straight. I don't need to do it. What, a tequila soda? I already did that for something, didn't I? Huh. I don't know. Yeah. So, some kind of tequila Swedish drink. It's not Swedish, but Swedish. Yeah. Uh, were there any other characters that popped up? I mean, there, of course, most of the characters popped up, but no one I really needed to give a drink to. I, the main villain. I don't think I really ever give drinks for the main villains, but you can do one for Death Pierce. It'll be something gross. Something with an initial. Something that just seems gross, but also underwhelming. Uh, which is probably most of the drinks I try to make on here on my, by myself. Um, like, it's not good. It seems like it'll be a lot worse, but also it's like, eh. Not even worth trying in the end. Because he also... Very underwhelming. This this whole this should have just have been about Lancelot. He should have just had his own film because everything else was kind of lame in this. Not much else was going on. Even the main villain what didn't really do much. <sighs> you may have noticed, but I'm kind of disappointed in this film. Uh, so I guess we'll just talk about it. Um, I already said my whole reason for watching this now. I've been meaning to watch this ever since I found out about it. Uh, I didn't even know there was a first part until the second part was starting to come out. And then, like, typical, I just never got around to actually doing it. And hopefully that'll get better with me doing this once a month instead of trying to do it every other week. And hopefully stay consistent. But it's not too far off. I mean, it's end of October. It came out. Beginning of August. It could have been a lot later. I'm glad I finally got to it. Still should only be one part. I don't know if it would have been one movie. If it, I feel like it would have been one movie, it would have been a lot better. I don't know if putting it out earlier would have made it more rushed and not as good. If you can even say that. I don't know if I would have watched the first part and then had a wait if it would have been worth it either. But uh, Let's just get more info about it. Try to be a little educational. So I already said part 1, 52 minutes. Part 2, 54 minutes. In total, it's 106 minutes. But then you gotta think about there's a beginning or an opening and ending for each part. So you could take off a few more minutes just to make up for that. So it's barely over an hour and a half, which not long enough for me to be an actual film, much less two separate parts that's getting released. I hope this doesn't become a trend. Fucking, I already didn't like Attack on Titan. It's uh, kind of shames me now that one of my first episodes of alcohol anime was Attack on Titan. 
Like, yeah, I've watched it, I caught up at this point, but now that they're doing this whole bullshit, like, here's one part, and it's about an hour long, now wait forever for the next part, and it's like, uh, just make it a movie, if you're gonna do this. Make this, this should've just been a movie. You should also made it longer. I think make breaking it up into parts kind of tricks people into thinking it's not actually short. Because you think, oh, two almost hour long parts seems really long. It almost seems like two hours. And then you're like, oh, wait. But it's not full hours. And putting them together, taking out that uh, middle, that would be the ending and beginning in between the parts, barely an hour out. I and this is something I'll bitch about so much so if you listen to my other stuff you probably probably just tired of it and I don't even know if you agree but it could have been longer especially this it felt very straightforward here's point A now you're on your way to point B but now you're already at point B it's, it was just that quick and there's not much there is character growth but it's not like it's you see the growing, it's just he's this, and now at the end, he's this. But so, yeah, it's not super long. The I think I already said when it came out first part, December 20th, 2022, second part, August 8th, 2023. Uh, so, about almost nine ish months, yeah. So, not not even a full year. Uh, came out on Netflix. I, I mean, I don't think you can blame Netflix. They're not... Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I wonder if Netflix was behind... They're not the production company. The production company is someone I never heard of at all. It's Alfred Imageworks and Marvy Jack. Don't know them at all. I'm assuming they're a company that specializes in CGA, CGI, because that's the style of this animation, and that's probably why I don't hear about them, because I don't like CGI typically, even though, merely not the worst for this. Uh, di- different than the animation I got used to with the rest of the series, but uh, it's just not great. Just not yet. It could be, I guess. There's like an emptiness, and you don't see it as much. Like I said, f- as far as I've seen before, this one is probably the best use of CGI, CGA, whatever. But you still, there's still just awkward moments where it's like there's a lag in what's happening like an emptiness in the animation like I don't know exactly like if it was a person in real life it's like they just like had a second of just like freezing up like a split second and you you might not even notice unless you were actively engaging with that person it's kind of the same way with this it's just a there's not that depth in the animation art style and all that stuff so I don't know Maybe it's just me being picky. I'm not going to say. Maybe it's because I realized the animation type right away and already became biased. But I like it's still better than any of the others I've seen. But I still prefer just like hand drawing. I'm sure that's a lot more work. But I don't know who, what this production company is. Producers are. But the story for this was written by Rintaro Ikeda, so not even the actual mangaka. And then, the directors uh, is Bob Shirahata and Noriyuki Abe. I don't know who they are either. Um, I don't know what else they've done. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, Noriyuki Abe, who's like the chief director, not, not the main director. Wait, how does that work? He's like, I guess he's, oh, yeah, chief director, but what's the difference between a director and a chief director? Because it definitely says Bob Shirahata is like the main director. Chief is like kind of his boss, not actually doing the work, but more supervisor role, I'll assume. I don't know. But, uh, he's, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Nothing that really sticks out to me that I would watch, but Yu Yu Hakusho, some Bleach things. Oh, the series, Black Butler. Oh, the Barto. Okay. Oh, he did the other, uh, uh Prisoner of the Sky, that Seven Daily Sins film. Chief director on that. It doesn't say uh, whatever light. Curse by light, though. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, he did some stuff. Most of the stuff I actually never watched either. Uh, besides Baruto and that other Seven Daily Sins film. Yeah, nothing else here. I haven't seen Yu Yu Probably should have some points. Or Bleach. I haven't really watched that either. I'll catch a episode every now and then. Uh, like on Toonami or whatever, a long time ago. Ooh, but, yeah, I can't find anything else about anyone else. About the writer, other director, production company. I don't know. Uh, so, film takes place between the last episode of Seven Days of Sins and its sequel series, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. There's a sequel series? Oh, that! Huh, that's the name of that? I've always seen it, and I've never actually paid attention to what it is. Huh, okay. When did this happen? It came out in English last year. Yeah, it always kept popping up, and I guess I never paid attention to it. Wait, when does this take out? That's a... So there's a sequel series of Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. I'm not going to go into it here, but I'm definitely going to look at it more after I finish recording. So I guess you should, too. There's a television series? It started... Wait! It started this month? What the fuck? How out of touch with news am I? I'm, I mean, I'm about to start that back up again, but... What the fuck? I feel like I'm losing my, um... Otaku card. Oh, I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, no. Uh, anyways, so yeah, that's a, pretty much the basic information for this. I feel like I dragged that on normally that I meant to. Ooh, I still need to get through both these parts. So let's uh, begin talking about what actually happens in these films. I could just say, yeah, talk about it as if it's one movie, but since it's in two parts, I will say when the second part starts, because it doesn't matter uh, That's it's in two parts. So it opens with a dream of future sequence which I, th- I notice this a lot in anime films like this like they're like here's something that happens oh it's that's actually something that's going to happen later in the movie why does that keep happening i don't get the point just to try to make it open with a cool action sequence or give you something to look forward to later I don't, or make it seem like a premonition, but it didn't really do that because after that, you, you do that opening credits, all that stuff. And the opening sequence was a Tristan Lancelot, who you don't 
know of yet. Find these like robot puppets, which are you find out are called empties. In interesting. They're actually like empty suits of armors that are just animated and fighting. But to me, they look like robot puppets, like Marinette kind of deal. Um, yeah, and then it after that it jumps to. Tristan having a dream of him losing control and hurting Lancelot when they were like itty bitty kids. Even smaller kids, they're still kids. Even smaller kids. Um, and at first I thought it was just a dream or like him being scared or something. No, it, it's apparently something that actually happened. Because you don't know who Lancelot is yet. So, I don't know. It works, I guess. Kind of awkward. Then you jump to him riding horses with Gouther. Gunther. Oh man, my handwriting sucks, and I still forget how to say his name. Gother, I'm gonna say Gother. Um, yeah, apparently he somehow learned horseback riding from Gother. I don't remember in the series if that's something Gother actually ever specialized in or even ever did. I don't know, but <laughs> I didn't even realize this until near the end. His uh, Tristan's horse name is Escanor. I don't know if that's insulting or if there's something special about this horse. He has like unique eyes, I guess, but what the fuck? Why are you naming this horse Escanor? Escanor is such a badass. And I can say, by the end of the film, horse does not do anything that is as cool as Escanor. So that is, I think it's supposed to be like to honor him, but honestly, it's mm, not enough. Definitely not enough. Maybe if the horse did something awesome, at one point you think the horse might be flying. It's just Lancelot killing it. Uh, a horse does talk to King at one point a little bit, but that's more on King's side than the horse's. Uh, it does just like magically come out of nowhere. I guess at one part you think it's just disappeared, and then another part uh, Tristan calls for the horse, and it's just magically there. I guess it was just following along in the background. Anyways, horse name Escanor. Kind of. Ah, I don't know. I feel like I'm uh, just shelling this movie too much. But man, Escanor, he was so cool. And just to name a kind of just okay horse after him doesn't seem like enough. Uh, but anyways, there's uh, something happens. I don't know. Someone gets hurt. Uh, Tristan's still afraid of hurting people. At least has a handle on healing people. Uh, which thinking later on in the movie he doesn't use his power really anymore he, does he heal anyone else i don't think he does uh so yeah yeah so he takes after mom's a phrase that power awesome um but it's all focus on more on fighting even though he doesn't really want to fight because he has like <sighs> like a conversation with his mom about like how he pretty much how he doesn't want to fight he would rather just help and heal people and she's like well what if that's the only choice and i guess he takes that point to heart because he pretty much just only fights for the rest of the movie not really using his dad's power he used like full counter or tries to but i guess it's mainly more just like his mom's goddess techniques that he's mainly using i don't know but then cut to another scene robot the empties now that i know what they're called time of notes i didn't um you see them in a forest capturing fairies and giants uh we see lancelot uh come and save some kids and then he's kind of like escorting them then we cut again see death piercer already said really lame kind of seems intimidating like he's cool because you kind of like see that he's like turned his like 
comrades or allies or whatever it makes it seem like he turned them into this staff of chaos and then he uses that to turn all his other captives like giants and fairies uh, some demons into a giant monster called knight yeah I think that's what he calls it something like that and we see later he had another one called mage uh, not the ones that we just saw these are ones he already captured before because the other ones the one at least one of the giants is uh, the dad of one of the little girl giant who getting annoying I gotta say one of them is actually funny ends up instantly getting a crush on Tristan that's kind of funny the little giant girl annoying and keeps revealing their hiding spot not sneaky at all I know she's a giant but you can at least shut the fuck up uh, sorry I know you're a child but shut the fuck up <sighs> so yeah and th then we go back again and see that Elizabeth's been cursed this mage a death pierced mage is putting a curse Tristan tries to help which is the only other time we kind of see him do healing and he kind of like goes and ends up seeing the mage and for some reason instantly knows where they're at rods on Escanor and just heads out without telling anyone anything not what he saw not where he's going or why he just fucking bolts and they're just uh, uh Gauther does put like a little tracking thing on him but no one stops him they're just like okay off you go and how he knows where he's going I don't know just a gut feeling intuition instinct who knows because spoiler he does get there but yeah, after this, uh, Gauther sends messages to the rest of the gang, the ones still alive or present. We never see, of course, Escanor, the not horse, and Merlin. We never see, even though Merlin's mentioned. But we finally get to see the rest of the gang. Yay! We get to see King and Bon and Diane. Um. <laughs> Who is a giant the whole time. We never see her shrunk down. She ran out of stuff. The shrinky stuff that Merlin made. Mm. It's been like 14 years or something like that. I don't know where Merlin's been at this whole time. Hmm. But I mean. <clears throat> Wait. Did King and Diane have kids? She definitely. Diane definitely says. Or ask at one point, ask some kids where her kid was, but we never actually see that kid. Wait, what the fuck? I don't know. I've, this is why you don't rush movies. There's stuff just left out. Anyways, whatever. So Tristan finally runs into Lancelot and the kids. Kind of saves them. Barely can fight. Kind of sucks. Keeps trying to use uh, full counter. Doesn't really like. It's able to hit it off, but. Lancelot ends up coming in more clutch at this point anyways, but uh, they figure out where they're supposed to be heading to Edinburgh, who at first I thought was a person. No, it's a place where, like, it was attacked by vampires 20 years ago. Now, Death Pierce is using his hideout for trying to take over with humans. Uh, then, then, <laughs> Tristan and I guess Lancelot, the kids, kids are still coming. Don't really know. Lancelot was wanting to use them as bait and get captured. That's the one stupid thing Lancelot was doing. Even though he's strong enough that it might have actually worked. 
But he was wanting to just use himself and the kids as bait, get captured, and then just to get inside. Yeah, that plan probably wouldn't be very smart. Uh, but Tristan does recklessly attack an army of the empties, which is what the opening scene was. Finally back, and it's near the end of the first part. Like I said, not really worth it. No need for them to really do that. They could just opened with that dream. That would have been something. That probably would have been a better opening, and it would have mattered a lot more. But they're able to kind of take him on enough. This whole time, Tristan's trying to hold back his dad's power, or like that demon power, I guess. Uh, Lancelot's kind of just fed up with it. Uh, but they're able to free those captors. They kind of help join, and they're like, we'll come with you. And you're like, mm, no, you just got captured. You kind of fucking suck. Get your kids and go. And then they get. They get on. Uh, so then they, next is, they fight those two created, they fight two created monsters. Huh. Knight and, what's the other one? I just realized, I don't remember if it has a name or, uh, or maybe those two were mage and knight and then the other one. Huh. Yeah, those two, they're attacked by Major Knight, and the one that puts the curse on Elizabeth, I have no idea. Uh, just Priest? Is that it? I don't know. Sure. So Priest, so... And, I mean, all of them are created, so it doesn't really matter at this point. Um, and, like, it's a decently cool fight. Um, Lancelot pretty easily beats the mage. Tries to use, like, dark, smoky stuff to make it so you can't see or find them. Lancelot easily just figures it out. However, uh, Tristan has a lot of trouble with Knight, and yeah, he's huge, but uh, eventually they beat him. I don't even remember how they beat him at this point. Just sure wheel. Uh, I know Tristan doesn't lose control yet, so I guess they just beat him to beat him. Wait, no. Oh, I remember. And it's how you, we first see Lancelot use his human form. I think he just like goes through them, like just like a spear, just goes through them, yeah, so that part was kind of cool, decent, Tristan sucks, Lancelot's a lot cooler, and then that's the end of the first part, now we're on the second part, picks up right where it left off, doesn't even seem like it's a separate movie, it literally just seems like it should have been the same movie that kept going, no need for a break, just wasting time, yeah, but, yeah, um, we see that King brought an ancient fairy elixir that helps Elizabeth a bit. Doesn't fully break the curse, but enough to where I guess she's not in like dire trouble or anything. Um, and then we come back. There's a lot of cutting back and forth. A little bit of cutting back and forth just to keep up with Elizabeth. The rest of the group isn't really doing too much. Like I, I have to at least go to Tristan Lancelot. They're really leading this rescue effort. Uh, and this castle just sends out a whole nother, even larger army of these empties. And they're about to take it on, but then this is, like I mentioned earlier, part where uh, Tristan gets Escanor, and he magically appears. And then he thinks Escanor is flying, but it's actually just Lancelot flying and carrying him. And then, off in the distance, don't know why she didn't help any of the other time. This is just like goes to show how unconcerning all this is like we see jericho and the only reason i know it's jericho is because the sub subtitles told me it's jericho 
Also, another little gripe before I forget, I guess I normally watch Seven Daily Sins in English. And I have to admit, it's not one of the worst English dubs. But this time I watch it sub, which I guess I never did. Why do... <sighs> yeah, why do they keep trying to give these, like, strong like characters? Just, it, it's the Goku effect. Like, these tiny little squeaky women voices. And, like... I guess there's nothing wrong with it, but it just makes no sense with the casting. Because, I don't know, that's just a little another gripe I had. I never realized Meliodas Japanese voice was that. I didn't like it. Almost, almost, on my own, decided to watch it dubbed. And, uh, almost did. I was, but I just powered through it because, like, it was fine. Just because I needed to, and I didn't want to shame myself anymore. Anyways, yeah, Jericho's there on the sideline, doesn't do anything except for pretty much make like a giant ice bridge that they can go over to get to the castle while avoiding the rest of the empties. That's it. That's all she does. <laughs> Man, not much is going on. So they get in the castle, immediately are confronted by Death Pierce. <sighs> um. I wrote something here that says target Meliodas. Oh, okay. So his whole reason he's doing this is he's targeting Meliodas and Elizabeth because they're a demon and goddess or devil and goddess. I don't know. Because the ones that actually like killed his teacher or mentor or whoever he looked up to, the goddess that gave him power or gave him power, the goddess that fucked him over and then the demon that killed his mentor, they're already dead. They died in the previous war. So he's taking out Meliodas and Elizabeth. You know, that I felt like his whole thing was to try to make humans rule supreme, but I guess if you're going to start, might as well t try to take out the biggest heads of whoever anyways. Yeah, so that's the whole reason he targeted Elizabeth. He didn't do anything in Meliodas. He was just trying to get, take out Meliodas, take out Elizabeth just to try to hurt Meliodas' feelings. And then now that Tristan is here, he can hurt him even more. But... Ooh, this is where it gets dumb again. Lancelot easily takes on Death Pierce. Death Pierce has some kind of power to where he can, like, slow down and reflect magical attacks or whatever. So Lancelot's just like, I'm going to take you on with my bare fist. And just pretty much beats the shit out of Death Pierce. No problem. Tristan, on the other hand, struggle against the priest so much. Yeah. And then, he, this whole time, Lancelot's just pretty much waiting for Tristan to... Use his dad's power to let himself lose control. And he does eventually lose control, but not quick enough because Lancelot is captured by the Chaos Staff. Uh, not transforming anything because Tristan eventually does lose control. But man, Tristan being a little bitch just almost ruined everything. But he does take him out. Not kill him. Just take him out. Save Lancelot and the others. You, uh, Death Piercer is about to turn into who knows what kind of other monster. And then, this is when, out of nowhere, Meliodas, Bond, and Gunther finally show up. Because Diane threw him. Just, yep. As a giant, just straight up threw him to where they needed to be. And then, Meliodas shows off his full counter. And all of them easily take on all the empties. Like, no problem at all. When that's all done with, a uh, king brings Diana and Elizabeth. Elizabeth's all better because the priest is done, so he can't keep the curse. 
nice. Everything's done. It seems over with. But then, um, Tristan, Lancelot, and Escanor, they're just chilling and talking like, hey, no big deal. You know, Lancelot, early in the film, got onto Tristan for, like, not finishing the job. And then this time, Lancelot did the same thing, just chilling and talking. And, of course, he's, like, super cocky and honestly has a right to be. But this gives Death Pierce time to also just chill and then be like, oh, I'm going nope on out here. Uh, uses staff, uh, creates portal, and then Tristan Lancelot end up going through it. Escanor stays. <sighs> uh, Escanor tells King what's happening, and like the rest of the group doesn't really do much, doesn't really care. The priest, though, also not finished off like he should have been. <sighs> yeah, don't. Uh, tries to curse Elizabeth again, but this time Elizabeth is aware. He's not going like get her twice especially not like this and like easily turns it back and just takes out the priest and which turns back into demons and then they just leave and that's it now we move into the final conflict which is also another kind of cool part where even less thought finally struggles a bit <clears throat> um death pierce turns into this like giant yellowish almost like a Slug, kind of. Oh, it kind of reminds me of the. Oh man, Ojama Yellow, but like bigger and grosser, like Ojama King. But if it was just only yellow, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh thing. If you don't, if you know what I'm talking about, or you don't, and it just looks. Yeah, it looks gross. But the staff kind of just fuses into him because, yeah, I guess that's the last bit. But then another little accessory added to it is like who I assume you never get a clear look at least I feel like I never did of the goddess and the devil just like chained to them but they're and let's all points out later they're not actually like those beings they're just like pieces of skin that are shaped like them but still this like monstrous death pierce thing gets joy out of like torturing them even though technically he's just torturing himself because it's still part of him i don't know but uh eventually lancelot has like a heart to heart with tristan or for tristan's sake not really heart to heart that really does anything for lancelot and just going back to like that time when they were kids and lancelot even though they got hurt he was still wanting to go it was like the adults and uh tristan not wanting to fight anymore and it's, it pissed him off because it was like him, it was like Tristan saying like he's too strong for Lancelot and Lancelot just wanted to keep fighting. So Lancelot told him, if you go out all out, I'll stop you because I'll pretty much just prove he's stronger than him. And so, one, before that whole talk happens, uh, he thinks Lancelot was like hurt, or killed, destroyed, I don't know attacked by the big monster and was gone that's when he actually starts losing control but then he sees it hurts the two little pieces of skin and it makes him get back control and then that's when he has his little talk and then Tristan's finally like you know what yeah and then finally Tristan is badass and actually doing something useful for once and pretty much just easily takes out his death pierce monster thing and like no problem it doesn't even get hurt by anything which also makes me think like well that makes no sense though how uh maybe lancelot could have taken out by himself and just was 
waiting for the moment to get Tristan to finally unleash because yeah after Tristan takes him out Lancelot keeps his problems but of course Lancelot doesn't have to like beat him beat him he just has to restrain him or beat him up enough to get his senses back so maybe that's it but he does it and then Tristan's finally done and I guess everything is okay because that's it uh I think they're all transported back I don't know what space they actually went to though uh it seemed like another world or something but maybe it's just like some kind of space or domain that death pierce created with the staff that they were temporarily in because he's beat lancelot destroyed the staff what happened to Lance or what happened to death pierce at the end is he dead i guess he's dead but his body's still just there i don't think they really show what they do with him i don't remember i don't know but yeah that's it conflict over everything's fine <clears throat> happy ever after i guess uh we do see lancelot runs away uh before his dad can say anything to him and he just runs off and then you kind of see jericho again at a distance and like uh bond's just like yeah take keep watching over him for me and then you see jericho's like well guess i'm stuck babysitting still and then the rest of everybody else just kind of goes home. That's it. Like, no big deal. Ah, it's so such a lackluster ending. They're just like, like here you go. We're done. We beat everyone. That's it. Now, I'm trying to think. Did anything actually? I really don't think anything happened. Like. Maybe some like, oh, good jobs or whatever. But I really think it just kind of ends on that part with the story. The only other big reveal is, you know how I mentioned earlier that it looked like um, Death Pierce turned his like allies or comrades or whatever that were walking away from him. That it looked like he turned them into the staff, but that's not actually what happened. He was mad and upset and looked like he was about to do something. But then, out of the shadow, who is to appear but the staff held by arthur somehow king arthur gave it to him what the fuck i don't know what happened maybe i need to go back and see what happened to arthur at the end because i have no idea what happened I, this it kind of feels somewhat familiar that something happened with arthur at the end but what i don't know i mean i should have looked that up before i started too like why would arthur be here uh, Arthur sends chaos. Arthur Pendragon. I don't know. You can go and look up all of this too. But yeah. Uh, Death Pierce would recognize him right away. It's not like he was like hiding or doing whatever. Oh. This is to set up. Oh. So he's the main antagonist of the sequel series. Oh. What happened at the end of Seven Deadly Sins? Uh, wow. I really don't remember. Interesting. Hmm. And it doesn't really tell me here. Okay. Cool. Well, anyway, so yeah, that's a whole other thing. So yeah, this whole thing, now that I know <laughs> about it, it's just a setup for 
the sequel series Four Nights of the Apocalypse, which and where the anime started in October, the second part came out in August. Wow, okay, so it all makes sense now why they did what they did. Huh, weird. I guess, fuck. I guess I'm going to have to go and <laughs> look up and see when... <sighs> Dang, do I have to watch this anime now? What is it on? It's on... Is it on Crunchyroll? Probably not. Oh, it's... Oh, it's on Netflix too? Ah, oh, I don't want to watch another... Eh, it's fine. Um, so yeah, I guess that's on Netflix. It looks like it's coming out week by week. Uh, that's probably why I kept seeing it, because it probably kept popping up uh, every time I was doing anything for these two parts. Yep, there it is. Guess... Oh, it's not out yet. Or will it be? Is it going to be at some point? I don't know. It's not on Netflix as of this moment. But it's... The at least information is on Netflix, but you can't watch it yet. So they'll probably wait until the season is over, because they probably learn from uh, Zom 100. Don't try to weekly because stuff fucks up. But wow, okay, I guess I learned something too. I wish I would have learned that uh, before I started recording. That way, I already had the information, but. That's it. That's all that happens. Big reveal at the end for me. And I guess for everyone, now it makes sense. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to wait and watch the sequel series. But, um, that is it. The credits are just Lancelot walking. And then at the end, you see, like, Jericho show up again, just like he was being followed by her. Uh, and that's it. That's all the only thing really got left to talk about. Um, so yeah, it was, it should have been a movie. It was a short movie. The whole thing is weird than released. I don't like how they did it. The film, for what it was, not terrible. I know I probably sounded kind of negative about it. It's not terrible. The animation, different, not the worst I've seen in this style. But everything could have been better. And I think that's a disappointment. And it's the whole... Everything that's gone on with the Seven Daily Sins anime... It's just been weird. I wonder if there was this much... Trouble or weirdness with the manga release. Cause I, I don't know. There might not have been. Or maybe there was. Mm. Uh, I would hope not. Manga is usually somewhat more stable since... There's a whole lot of middleman in between getting from a manga to anime that makes the stuff weird, but yeah, that's it for um, what is it? The Seven Daily Sins Grudge of Edinburgh. Oh, I just I think was I saying revenge earlier? I feel like I was saying revenge before, but yeah, Grudge of Edinburgh, uh, part one and two, and that should have been one film. Um, that, my drink, if you have better ideas for one, Elizabeth, for anyone, be sure, go ahead, be sure to let me know, let's talk more about drinks, because I know I got really late on this one, but hey, it was kind of last minute, uh, I know I could have still done better, but I'm always 
trying to rush and put these out, which is why I'm moving it to once a month instead of every other week. Hopefully that'll be better and I can have some more quality of what I do. But yeah, uh, let's talk about drinks. If you maybe like my drink or agree with it, I, honestly, I would be surprised. I'm sure people could think of a lot better drinks, especially for Elizabeth and Tristan. Uh, but yeah, if you want to do that, you can leave comments if that's the thing on wherever you're listening or you can find me on social media the ac stories uh or you can email me at the ac stories at gmail.com uh or i have a discord you can join and get a little community going there uh and if you want to support me with a little money, I do have a Kofi, maybe a Patreon again eventually. I delete it. I might put it back up. But I have a $1, $2 tier. The $1 tier gets you shoutouts and a special Discord channel. Um, a shoutout verbally and just express them my descriptions for stuff. Uh, whatever name you want, shout it out, I guess. Hopefully appropriate, but I don't I don't really give a shit. Um, and then the $2 tier gets you my notes that I take on these, which should be legible enough, I hope. And other any little bloopers, little things, I scrapped those kind of ideas, all including the $2 tier. But yeah, if you want to do that, that'd be awesome. Helps me a bit. Every little bit helps. So, uh, links to that on my socials and stuff will be in the description. But if you like this, heart this, whatever, on where you're listening to, if that's an option, you can do that. If you want to follow, subscribe on where you listen to, do that. I'm on so many platforms and everyone does something different. But yeah, if you also want to leave uh, reviews, stars, hearts, I don't know, rate, rate this, uh, five would be preferable, or whatever the highest is. It's usually five, right? I think I ever really see tens anymore. Uh, that'd be awesome. Of course, I mean, you can be honest, but I feel like fives help the most, so I would like that the most. And the thing I would like the most of all is if you actually share this, tell people about this podcast and more people listen to it and my nonsense. Um, of course, that means they, they, you don't have to drink to listen to it. I'm going to do that. But it, you probably do want to at least watch what I'm talking about first, because otherwise I'm spoiling everything. And... I feel like just watching it would be a lot better uh, because me talking right now uh, already passed the point of how long one of these parts were. So you would probably just just watch it it's, and then listen. Um, and then, you know, have a drink too. Maybe try my drinks uh, if you want to. Or we talk more about it, like I mentioned earlier, and that would probably be more, more fun. But yeah, let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you like everything. Share this, tell people about it, all that is great to me but that's all i have to say for this episode of alcohol anime thank you so much for everyone that listened until next time i'm the ac stories and bye